Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Friday, January 27th, 2023. U.S. stocks are in bullish mode again today with the S&P currently up about a half a percent, the NASDAQ up 1%, and the Russell Index up 0.3%. The NASDAQ in particular is pretty strong here this week. It's actually up 10% year-to-date through the first month of the year, and we see a number of stocks moving up in a big way. For instance, Tesla's up big for the second day in a row. It was up 11% yesterday after reporting their Q4 earnings and up another 10% today. Tesla said that despite recent price cuts, they're seeing orders at twice the rate of production, and they do expect to grow production as much as 40% this year, so they're still very bullish on demand. Also in the EV sector, see Lucid Motors up 12% after rumors that the Saudi Public Investment Fund will be buying more of the company that they don't own. Of course, Saudi Investment Fund owns about 62% of the company currently. American Express is up 12% today after reporting a very strong Q4 and announcing that they'd be increasing their dividend. Revenues grew 17% year-over-year in the fourth quarter, and American Express actually expects 2023 revenues to grow 15 to 17% again, and they expect earnings growth of at least 14%. So very strong results. It does suggest that, especially at the high-end income levels, the consumer is still quite strong, still spending at healthy levels. American Express did note some moderation in business spending, but overall still very bullish on its results. We also see other high beta stocks like Redfin, Opendoor, Coinbase up 12 to 13%, Carvana up 10%, Wayfair up 9%, Peloton up 6%, and a number of other stocks in the green, particularly in the tech sector today. On the loser side, we do have Intel down 8% after a pretty horrible fourth quarter earnings report. Revenues are down 32% year-over-year, and their adjusted net income was down 92% year-over-year. Intel is not only having trouble with a weak-end PC market, but they're also still losing market share to AMD. Intel now guiding Q1 revenues to be down 40% year-over-year. Now, Intel's still optimistic about the turnaround that they're trying to affect over the next several years, but right now the numbers are certainly looking pretty grim for Intel, and there's some speculation that Intel may be forced to cut its dividend at some point. On the macro data front today, we did get the personal income and spending data for the month of December in the U.S. That indicated that consumers are perhaps getting a little bit more cautious as the personal savings rate ticked up just slightly. We also got the PCE price index data, which is one of the Fed's favorite gauges of inflation. That showed that inflation fell to 5% in December from 5.5% in November, and the core PCE came in at only 4.4% in the month of December. So that was good news for those who are watching for the Fed to start pausing or slowing down interest rate increases. We'll get that big Fed meeting next week, actually. We'll get a Fed interest rate decision, and we get a number of key reports from big tech companies, including Apple, Google, Amazon. So it's going to be a big week again for corporate earnings and a big week for or overall macro with the Fed meeting. As you can probably tell, the market has gotten a lot more optimistic about a soft landing scenario for the economy in 2023. Inflation rates have moderated in North America. We've seen unemployment remain stubbornly low, despite the fact that there have been rising layoff announcements in tech and finance. And we do have tailwinds from a Chinese economic reopening. On the flip side, manufacturing and spending on goods are pretty weak still, and we still do have the possibility that corporate earnings could decline this year. So far in Q4 earnings reporting season, I would say earnings have been relatively in line or slightly better than expectations, and the reactions to the earnings numbers have been pretty good. We'll know a lot more next week after a huge chunk of the S&P 500 reports, including a lot of the big tech stocks, so that will be important to watch. It does make me a little bit more cautious or at least neutral on the market now that valuations have become a little bit more normalized. We've also had some pretty big rallies in some of the higher risk stocks out in the market, so that does make me a little bit more incrementally cautious. I've also talked a little bit about that black swan scenario regarding the U.S. debt ceiling fight that still has me a little bit worried for 
later in the year. In fact, that will probably become a much bigger issue as we get into later spring time frame. So keep that on the radar as well. In terms of areas that I think could be interesting still in the market, I was talking on a Twitter space yesterday about both uranium and also cannabis. I think those are two interesting areas that continue to interest me. The cannabis ETFs are some of the worst performing ones over the last year. In fact, the only worst performers have been the Russia ETFs, which basically went to zero. So you can tell how bad the sentiment has gotten in cannabis. I think at some point that will flip and these things will rally very quickly. They are obviously quite hated still right now, but I am thinking about starting to add more exposure to the MSOS ETF, even though it seems like this is just total despair. This is the time when it's often the best time to add. So I will be looking at that. I also think uranium has been very interesting. It's been perking up. There's been a lot more interest in nuclear. There's been a lot more interesting things happening within the uranium space that suggests that there could be higher demand than supply over the next couple of years. So we have seen uranium prices start to bubble up again, and that's something to keep an eye on. So something like the Sprott Uranium Fund could be an interesting play here if there is a squeeze in the uranium markets. Overall, though, in commodities today, it is pretty weak. Crude's down about 2%, natural gas down 4%, gold's flat, and silver's down almost 2%. Copper also down just over 1% today. So commodities are taking a breather. Not much happening on the government bond yield side. Yields are up just slightly across most government bond yields. And on the Bitcoin and Ethereum side and crypto, it's showing a little bit of positive momentum there. So we'll keep an eye on that. It could rally over the weekend, given the rally that we've seen in stocks. Looking forward to next week. There's a lot on the calendar. As I mentioned, not only do we have the Fed meeting and we'll get an interest rate decision from them on Wednesday, but we'll also have a huge week of corporate earnings. We'll also get unemployment data and inflation data out of various areas in the EU. We'll have a Chinese manufacturing PMI and an ECB interest rate decision on Thursday, February 2nd as well. We'll also get the U.S. unemployment rate for the month of January out on Friday. So it is just a massive, massive week overall. And we could see quite a bit of moves, not only in individual stocks, but overall in assets generally. So with that all said, enjoy your weekend. Make sure you get some rest. It's going to be a fun week next week, and I will bring you as much information and insights as I can here on Stocks and Coffee. So stay tuned for that. I will see you all later. Cheers. 